The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Behind the back dribble, black, bank shot, go! <laughs> and they say the big guys oh, can't goodness. dribble, right? How did he do that? <laughs> Jordan on the right wing, right corner, Finky puts it on the deck, drives in, oh! and slams it in! Finky slams it in! There's the Kenny battle drive! Exactly! <laughs> Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening, everybody. Welcome in to Fighting Illini Game Day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Tonight, Illinois on the road taking on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Illinois is looking for their first Big Ten win of the season, 0-5 in conference play, 10-8 overall. The Cornhuskers, 3-3 three three in the Big Ten, 12-7 on the season. Scott Beatty here with you alongside Lauren Tate. And, Lauren, there's a few storylines going around here in this ball as we get into this ball game, but the biggest one is Illinois just has to stop this slide and get a win. And after the collapse against Iowa, there's a lot of doubt surrounding it. Well, there's a lot of doubts with the fans all the time, but it's, basketball is fun. It's fun to play. It really is. The guys go out and have fun playing. Now, it may not be fun when you got a coach that's on your back to play hard defense. Maybe defense isn't fun, but basketball, in a sense, you see uh, things happening all the time. Explain for me why Michigan State's having the problems. Explain why Ohio State is playing so well. Explain. Look around the country and see teams that are up one day and down the, three weeks later they're in a rut. You just can't. You know, we can't. We can't predict this game. Right now, Michigan's been playing well, but they're trailing Maryland by 10 points in, yep. in Ann Arbor, so go figure. And they're in the top 25 for the first time this year. Yep. And It'll be short-lived if they don't bounce back. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. I don't think I would uh, predict anything on Michigan in the first half of a game. <laughs> yeah, yes. right? I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pick and predict anything on Illinois the same well, way either. I know, but it's, it's, it's rampant across the country. And I think part of it is, is you have – such teams that change so much every single year. Uh, Kentucky and Duke lose key players. I mean, uh, all across the country we see these guys turning pro early. And then you have all these massive transfers. And here we're playing a, a, a Nebraska team that's got four or five guys that are playing a lot that are transfers from Miami, from Georgetown, from Winthrop, from Sanford, from Louisville. All these guys, and it makes a different team. And they'll be here a year or so, maybe two in some cases, and then they're gone and, and you'll have more transfers. We had 800 transfers. I repeat that. 800 players transferred last year, and that changes the teams. It just does. Speaking of transfer, Nebraska reportedly going to be without their center, Jordy Tishmanga, who's up there in rebounds, grabbing 5.1 a game for them. He's requested his transfer, according yeah, to he reports. He was starting, wasn't he? I, he, uh, he? I think he's been replaced in the starting lineup uh, by O-K-E-K-E. -E. Is that Okiki? 
I'll go with OKK. OKK. Okay, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But uh, he's a Winthrop transfer, and uh, Jordy's from Canada, and, and evidently he's two years there, and he he wants out. So he's hasn't pl- played to the team against uh, Penn State when they had that game on, right. on Friday. He hasn't practiced, so I doubt he'll be with the, the team. And then, of course, on Illinois' side, there's a lot of question marks around T. John Lucas right now, still under suspension. Yeah. And you have the semester that starts tomorrow. Well, that's right. And and his problem is not academic. He wasn't late for a class. He wasn't late for practice. This is something that uh, he, he violated a team rule. And uh, I don't know. It looks to me like if we based it on Crawford in football, yeah, that was a three-year suspension, right? A three-game three suspension. Yeah. And I would think maybe this was the same thing, but uh, – I'm not saying that football and basketball do the same thing, but maybe this went to Whitman. It, that could be. I mean, generally when it's multiple games, it's more than, like you said, late to practice or, or something no, it's like not that. Anything. It's not minor. Uh, no. But Trent Frazier still uh, having a great uh, series of games here. He's really come on late to really be, take over the team lead here as the on-the-floor leader. Unusual maybe a little bit for a freshman, but Brad Underwood appreciative of the swagger of Trent Frazier got to have somebody that has it and and has the ability to to not fear the moment not fear failure i talk about it all the time and that's Trent. his energy in practice has, has been incredible the last two days he, he's probably had two practices better than he played the other night and is you know it's that becomes very very contagious so Trent Frazier is becoming the guy, and of course he hit the big three to tie the ball game, send it into overtime. I felt as soon as Illinois got into overtime against Iowa that they were just out of gas anyway, or out of uh, uh, bullets in the chamber. Out of black. <laughs> they were out of Leron Black. And that and, hurt and, because and, yeah. I was looking for some way to score when, when I saw four freshmen out there yeah, when that overtime. And you know what? They missed some easy shots. Smith missed two shots. Mark Smith, one was a, a driving layup. And there are layups, and then there are layups. Some of them you should make. I mean, some of them are contended, you know, that make it difficult. But I, uh, Mark's having a real tough time getting going. And he apparently was still dealing with the effects of the flu. And That's true. Brad Underwood said he practiced fully, for the most part, yesterday for the first time. So we'll see how much he can contribute without Tijon Lucas. And if you have a limited Mark Smith... A team that's pretty deep in guards is now starting to become a little bit limited there, too. Wouldn't hurt if Allstark would start scoring a little bit. 19 <laughs> points a game last year at Wright State. Wasn't he brought here to score? Yes, he was. I think he was. And, and he's been ple- very pleasing defensively, except when he overfouls. But if you were going to guess prior to the season, wouldn't you have guessed that the top three – Black would be in there. Black maybe would be your number one guy. But you would think Allstork, Mark Smith, Finky – They'd all be scorers, wouldn't you? Yep. I would have for sure thought Smith and Allstork. Yep. And here you got Trent Frazier leading your pack right now with what he's been doing lately. His scoring average is uh, 10.6, and your leading scorer is Leron Black at 14.5. Aaron Jordan with 10.4, Michael Finkew 10.4. They are spreading the ball well. They are sharing the offensive load well in that, in that regard. As we look back, we remember that Lucas' senior year in high school was spoiled by a bad ankle injury. DeMonte Williams uh, had the knee his entire senior year virtually, and now Io DeSumo hurt again today in a game, uh, in a high school game. He had nine points and came out. He's missed several games because of an, of an ankle injury, and now he's hurt it again. Off and running here, it's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We'll hear more from Brad Underwood. We'll check in at Pinnacle Bank Arena, the coach's corner with Chin Coleman, all to come here on Fighting Illini Game Day. 
It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you in our game day studios here in Champaign, Illinois. And Nebraska tip at 8 o'clock. The Illini still looking for their first Big Ten win. They've lost three in a row. Some ball games that were there for the taking in some situations. And Brad Underwood on what he learns about his team going through this adversity. You know, you find out the personality. Uh, you find out when times are tough and, and nothing goes, you know, what kind of man you are. And, and more importantly, now we've got to try to find out what kind of team we want to be. And we'll, we'll find out if, if the locker room uh, becomes more divided or if the locker room comes together. I happen to think this, this locker room is going to come together. And it's always easy to splinter <laughs> and it's always easy to complain. And it's always easy to jump off the bandwagon and not listen when you get discouraged. And I talked to our guys about being discouraged the other day and that you can't let it, you know, not allow you to prepare, not get your shots, not get your work, not run as hard, uh, not, not watch as much film. That's what discouragement will do. And, you know, I think that's where, you know, maybe Trent Slagger and confidence is oozing into our locker room. And, and, and I like that. And Two things that stuck out to me there, Lauren. One, he didn't say it directly. He said it indirectly. There's some splintering in the locker room right now. I'm well, when you lose a player like Lucas, who's been a starter most of the season, uh, there's a problem. I yeah. mean, you had to bench him for reasons that he's not going to announce, but uh, it's not good stuff. Well, and it seems to me he it's natural. Whenever something isn't going right, your human nature is you're going to point fingers and blame each other. And I don't know if that's exactly what's going on in the sure. locker room, but sure. that wouldn't surprise me because that's a normal thing for a You've team to a go through. You've got a lot of disappointed players. When you're 0-5, 0-6, when you're losing games, mm, there's not happiness. But the the other thing there is, is he's looking now to the young guys, and particularly Trent Frazier, mm -hmm. to lead them into – confidence and getting through this yeah which is he's a the one guy that's ha that's having a happy season yeah <laughs> even even black is having tough times because he got hurt there for a while and then uh, he's had some foul troubles and then against minnesota he just couldn't get a shot off at least in the first half underwood says he still believes in this team this team is is capable and we've we've shown that with three overtime losses a game that was right there in the taking at Minnesota, you know, and, and let it half at Michigan, and we know how well Michigan's playing. So, you know, we're not we're not far off, but uh, we can't let discouragement be the uh, the voice of reason here. We've got to we've got to be solid and sound and and bought into who we uh, uh, and what we're talking about and what we're trying to do collectively. On the other side, head coach Tim Miles from Nebraska has crossed paths with Brad Underwood before, and he talked about his outlook of the Illini. Well, you know, there, uh, Brad Underwood uh, is a guy I've known for a long time. He's been a friend of mine for a long time. And, um, and so he's, uh, uh, it's, he's a highly competitive guy. You know, I remember a game where we had at North Dakota State, I was the head coach. Uh, Saul Phillips was my assistant. Dave Richmond was my assistant. And they're all Division I head coaches now, right, at Ohio and North Dakota State. On their bench, they had Bob Huggins, Frank Martin, and Brad Underwood. You know, and uh, so, I mean, it was a pretty – we lost by two uh, in that game, and, and so I expect payback is due. Uh, and, and um, 
Although I'm the only one that got the loss in that game, now that I think about it. So Brad didn't get the win, and I got the loss, and Hugs got the win. But, um, uh, you know, Brad's got a unique style of play, uh, and uh, it's a high-pressure defense, and then he runs uh, high post spread, uh, the Johnny Orr, you know, uh, offense. And so it's a unique scout, which uh, makes it always interesting, you know. It's like... Uh, when you got this kind of outlier style of play, but really, uh, honestly, the the high post and the Princeton stuff kind of run into each other. So it'll be a good prep all week for us, uh, even with Michigan right behind them. How dangerous is a team that going to win the semifinal? Well, they're well, and obviously desperate to, to get something going. Well, they're ranked higher than we are in Sagarin, uh, and like five other of the, so of the power the rankings. Yeah, saying? so we're clearly the underdog. <laughs> And uh, I'm sure it'll shape up that way, too. And so if we don't play like an underdog, we'll get beat. Tim Miles on the Illini. We'll get the keys to the game with Lauren and Doug Altenberger. will check in as well from Pinnacle Bank Arena out in Lincoln when we come back on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Illinois and Nebraska tonight. Big Ten matchup from Lincoln, Nebraska. Doug Altenberger will be on the call with Brian Barnhart. Joins us from out there. Doug, what's the scene? Uh, it's a little cold. Uh, the, the weatherman said it was going to be a high, I mean, a low of tonight of uh, 9 degrees here. and uh, That's but, where uh, we're at right now. We're going lower. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, but we didn't get the snow. Um, this is a great facility here, and uh, guys had a good shoot around. They're ready to go. Uh, Brad gave them a little encouragement, and uh, you know they, they played well here last year, and they shot the ball extremely well. I think they'll need to do that again uh, to, you know, to be successful. Well, I want to get your keys to the game along with Lauren Tate here. It's brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them take you to your destination, Hickory Point Bank invested. Doug, you mentioned uh, shooting there. Anything else come to mind? Well, I think they've got to pound the offensive glass. They've got to get there. They're not. Uh, this team has not been shooting the ball extremely well other than Frazier. And, then I, and I think the other thing is they've got to keep the other team off the free throw line. I know uh, they're a young team. They have a tendency to uh, break down and, uh, and, and foul a little bit too much. So uh, I, I think those are really two keys I, I see for them that can keep uh, you know the Cornhuskers off that free throw line. Well, Doug, I certainly agree with that. 31 fouls the last game, way too many. Gave up 33 free throws uh, made. But I'm going to jump uh, over the defensive side and, and, and say we've got to reduce the fouls, but guard them on the em uh, perimeter. They're going to shoot threes. They're shooting over 20 threes per game. And uh, I see where uh, Gill is hitting 47%. He's a good shooter. He shot 80 of them this year. So th that team, they've, everybody shoots them, and they just simply have to stay out on the perimeter and, and not give them easy threes. Doug, appreciate your time. Have a great call. Okay, Scott. Lauren, we'll see you. We'll talk to you, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good postgame show. Okay, yeah. hey, Doug. <laughs> all right, the keys to the game brought to you by the Pella Window Store. All your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store, Country Fair Drive, and PellaOfChampagne.com, also Hickory Point Bank. Lauren, thanks for you. we got to okay. get to Chin Coleman coming up. Coach's Corner with Brian Barnhart around the corner. The Coach's Corner is brought to us by... Scotty's Brewhouse and Hickory Point Bank. Brian Barnhart visits with Illini assistant coach Chin Coleman. And here's Chin. It's Illinois basketball. It's the coach's corner and the uh, scout master for tonight, if you will, for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. 
is Chin Coleman. I know, uh, like everybody else, he's been fighting through sinuses and colds and everything else. But uh, but hang in there. It's uh, the weather's not helping though. Well, I'm fine. I mean, uh, I guess I'm the kind of guy that if you see me in the woods get into a fight with the bear. Don't help me help the bear, so I'll be okay. <laughs> well, a big game tonight for Illinois, uh, coming off disappointing loss in the overtime game, a game that we seem to have in hand most of the game but didn't finish it. Well, that's been kind of our Achilles heel. and uh, The mistakes that we make, they come at costly time of the games, and then we compile mistakes with more mistakes, and then they build and they build, and then um, that is where we struggle to close out games and we have to be sharper down the stretch and we have to um, just make more winning plays mm -hmm. than, than instead of on making losing plays. And, and I, I think that, uh, you know, we have to learn. We have to, we have to learn to uh, not get in our own way, so to speak, and, and, and try to persevere and power through some of the mistakes and, and, and win the basketball game. Yeah. Let me ask you, because you played this game at a high level, it's, you know, you, you get a big lead. How uh, human nature-ish is it, if that's a word, to let up and not come back with the same intensity? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, this is a little different. Um, this is something that I've, I've, I've never really witnessed, obviously not as a player and then as a coach. You know I mean? You have to have what we call that killer instinct, uh, mm -hmm. so to speak, and you get a team down, it's time to really bury them and, mm -hmm. and put your knee on their, their, their throats and, 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 and put them away. We, uh, we seem to let up off the gas a little bit, and um, it's, it's not been a good remedy for us. I mean, it's either uh, the last four minutes of the first half and the first four minutes of the second half is where we kind of lose a little bit of our, 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 uh, our, our mojo. Um, mm -hmm. So we, 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 we have to be able to sustain what we do for 40 minutes, and that's been the struggle for us mm -hmm. is the sustainability. Yep. Bright spot, though, from the game the other night was the three-point shooting. You made an appearance recently at the rebounders uh, talking about shooting and that confidence in shooting, and that certainly was there the other night. Well, uh, that was a byproduct of, of the work that we've put in in terms of identifying the need to shoot the ball, to shoot the ball with confidence. and. Like I said, we spent an enormous amount of time leading up to that game, the first the, the two days or whatever before that game. And, and I was with, uh, with those guys for hours and hours and hours. And, and what happened was uh, that was a byproduct of it. We shot the ball well. We got out of the slump. And hopefully we brought that on the road with us and, and we can continue to, to shoot the ball with confidence. All right. We'll come back with Chin Coleman here on the Coach's Corner from Nebraska in a moment. We're visiting with Chin Coleman. This is the coach's corner as we preview the Illinois-Nebraska game tonight. Tim Miles is the coach. This is a guy that you know pretty well. Yeah, uh, Coach Miles gave me my start. Um, I'm ever indebted to uh, Coach Miles. Um, he gave me my start at Colorado State, and then when we done such a good job there and uh, um, was very successful at Colorado State, he's actually been successful on every level he's coached on. He's coached on every level. Um, got the opportunity to be the head men's basketball coach here at the University of Nebraska, and he brought me along with him. I was one of the first guys that he brought along with him, and so he gave me the opportunity to get into the business, and uh, I'm forever indebted to him. He's a great man, and mm -hmm. I'm appreciative of him for doing that. And uh, I kind of know some of his traits and some of his <laughs> <laughs> some of his characteristics from being mm -hmm. around him, and so. Uh, <clears throat> You know, so he's a much better coach, obviously, because through experience in the years, you you get better. But um, some of his philosophies, I think, are, are, are the same. You are 
who you are in this business and uh, coaches are creatures of habits and so so some of the same habits that we we were working on and what we did in Colorado State he's doing here and um, it's got it going a little bit they're they're three and three in the league and two and oh at home very 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 um, confident group at home and they got a wonderful fan base that supports them and gives them a little bit of jolt so uh, it'll be a good game it'll be a good game Seems to me that, uh, and you would know this better than I, having worked with him, but defensively, they always seem to be pretty solid. Well, uh, it's Pac. Really, mm-hmm. really, really super-duper Pac man-to-man defense, and they don't want his, one of his terminologies is splits. No splits. He likes to rake the ball out. So, you know, if you guy tries to split, you'll see guys reaching in there. We call that raking. And mm-hmm. um, no splits. He likes similar pieces, guys that can guard different positions, so he'll switch one through four. Um, so, yeah, he's, uh, he's added, I think, a defensive-minded coach in Molinari. Coach Mo, coming mm-hmm. from Western Illinois, is, mm-hmm. uh, I think is handling a lot of the defensive assignments for him. And it works, you know, and they're, 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 they're not definitely going to beat themselves defensively. They're going to make you take tough twos. They're going to make a mess out of the paint. And I'm sounding like Coach Miles right now because these are all of the stuff that I know that he says <laughs> because I was with him. They're going to try to make a mess out of the paint and uh, make you take tough twos. And, um uh, we, we, we got to be able to uh, go against that defense. Mm-hmm. Is Watson the guy that makes him go, though? He is. Um, he is, but he's not alone. Uh, they have a veteran group of guards, mm-hmm. um, Watson, Taylor, and um, Palmer. And Palmer being the leading scorer of the group who lives at the free throw line, he's shot in over 115 free throws. And the next guy closest to him is Watson at 62. But they play through Watson. You're going to see a ton of ball screens, ton of dribble handoffs for him to get on the ball. But then they're a very rhythmic team in, in, in how they uh, structure their offense. Um, if anybody of the fans watching the game, you're going to see Coach Miles with a little card. He's going to have a little card, and it's going to have colors on it and highlights on it. I know all of that stuff. I know what he's got on that card. So. Color, color-coded messages. Absolutely. Who, uh, I guess, Copeland, they've got some transfers. These guys, you mentioned Gill from Louisville, a yeah. uh, guy from Georgetown, uh, yeah. di- different uh, different pieces, I guess. Copeland is someone I think that they're going to try to establish and, and, and get shots early and often for him. So we, we're, we're, we're aware of that. We're aware that they're going to try to get him going. Um, Gill is a designated sniper off the bench. He comes in the game, and uh, he's a really, really, really good three-point shooter. And when he comes in the game, uh, they like to run actions for him to get him shots. And um, Copeland is a problem. He's a glorified guard at six nine. He's not a he's not a back to the basket guy. So that poses a problem in terms of being a skilled Dirk Four. That's another one of Coach Miles's terminologies. He's what Coach Miles calls a Dirk Four man. So he's just a glorified guard, and um, we, we 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 know what he brings to the table. We're gonna have our hands full with him. But you know, what we do is. You can't duplicate it. We're one of the best defensive teams in, in the country, and, and they're going to be shocked once they play against us for the first time. And our our job is to keep the, 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 the intensity up. You know, we can't let our guard down and, and get comfortable because we're going to jump on them like we jump on everybody else. It's just the nature of what we do. And um, we just have to maintain it throughout mm-hmm. the first half and then for 20 mm-hmm. more minutes. That's right. Imposing your will. Yeah. That's the whole idea of the game. So, yeah. hey, Coach, thank you for the time. We'll see you. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. That's Chin Coleman, assistant coach for Brad Underwood. And this is the Coach's Corner. 
Thanks, Brian. We've got the Fasters Etc. post-game show after the ball game right here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Headed back out now to Lincoln for Illinois and Nebraska.